0: believers strengthened in their faith and for their Jewish kinsmen to come to the saving knowledge of Jesus as the Messiah the son of God
1: bless the lord good evening to you and welcome to for Zion's sake we thank you for joining us with the volks my name is Shelley
2: and my name is June hi everyone
1: it's good to be with you as we conclude a week of broadcasting and you know that if you've been with us these evenings the theme throughout the week has been the word partakers And as we have done every uh, broadcast, we want to define partaker primarily from the Greek uh, word. One of those words is koinonia, and that means having something in common. But partaker is translated into various words, such as participant, sharer, fellows, partners, and companions. And throughout the week, we pointed out so often that we have an official or sometimes a legalistic perspective on many things where God looks on the personal and intimate side of things. For example, we are all called, every believer is called to be a servant of the Lord, and perhaps we feel that that entails a kind of bondage which is absolutely fault. For example, there were two of the most incredible servants of God in Abraham and Moses, and how did God refer to them? They were referred to by God as friends. There was was an um, intimate relationship between God and his servants, Moses and Aaron, and that's what he wants with each of us. God has called us to be partakers with him and to labor with him to fulfill and accomplish his purposes in the earth. We have been looking at scriptures this week concerning these areas that God has called us to be partakers. For example, we looked at 2 Peter chapter 1, verses 1 to 8, where it says he has granted to us his precious and magnificent promises in order that by them we might become partakers of his divine nature. That's an incredible statement that God has invited us to be partakers with him of his divine nature if, as the rest of that uh, verse 4 says, if we have escaped the corruption that is in the world by lust. This is a real test to see if we are participating in his divine nature. It would be true if you are no longer being led by the mentality of the world and its lust. So our question is, are you walking in his nature? Are you walking in humility, righteousness, and holiness? Paul said in Galatians 6.14, the world has been crucified to me and I to the world. He was walking and was participating in the divine nature of God. We looked at Hebrews 3, 1, and it says, Therefore, holy brethren, partakers of a heavenly calling. Have you ever considered that we as believers have a heavenly calling? We read in Ephesians 1 that God has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenlies. In Colossians, we read that we are to set our affections on things above, not on things of the earth. And of course, in Philippians, we read that our citizenship is in heaven. We looked at 1 Peter chapter 4, verses 12 and 13, where it says we are to partake in the sufferings of Christ and to, the, and to the degree that we do as well as rejoice so that at the revelation of his glory, we will rejoice with exaltation. Are we willing to participate in the sufferings of Christ not just the glorious aspects of being a participant with him. We see this really uh, specified in Romans chapter 8, verses 16 to 18. The Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God, and if children heirs, H-E-I-R-S, also heirs of God and fellow heirs with Christ, if indeed, here's the key, if indeed we suffer with him in order that we may also be glorified with him. Junie, in so many of these situations, if we really embrace the nature of God, his divine nature, we might have to go through tribulation here on earth, but the end of it is going to be glory, and we will exalt in the glory when Jesus comes back to earth. Yesterday, we looked at Hebrews 12, verses 7 to 14. And um, would you not agree that over the course of your believing life, you learned more when the Lord was chastening you and training you when you were being disciplined? And that whole portion of Scripture talks about the comparison between how our fathers uh, disciplined us from their point of view, and it wasn't always for our good. But when we get disciplined by God, it is for our good because the way we embrace discipline will allow us to participate in his holiness perhaps we've never seen this before but that's the clear word of god to the degree that we accept his discipline we will be able to participate in his holiness we spoke yesterday about king david who was disciplined regarding his sin with bathsheba and it says in david it says in psalm 32 that David declared that God's hand was heavy upon him when he was silent about his sin. His body wasted away, his vitality was drained. But then when we read Psalm 51, Juni, he confessed his sin to the Lord and God forgave him. So discipline allows us to participate, to partake in the holiness of God. And let's face it, we don't have holiness within us. We don't have humility in us. We have our self-righteousness, which has to go. These are part and parcel of the nature of God. And God calls us to participate in them with us.
2: And if we're born again, Shelley, we actually do have righteousness within us because the righteous one lives in us. And that's the life God is calling us to partake of The new self, the new man. And we know by the litmus test of our reactions, of our ability to forgive and to love and to do what's right, even if we don't feel like it, whose life we are partaking of. Because Jesus... Always did those things that please the Father. So he has freely given to no. us that we might partake of his resurrected life yes. that yes, lives Lord. within us.
1: Bless the Lord. Junie, the whole subject is so enormous. I hope we can, we as well as all of our listeners can get hold of this. All right. Additional verses regarding the partaking with the Lord. Hebrews 3.14 For we have become partakers of Christ, again, there's an if attached to this, if we hold fast the beginning of our assurance with the end. This makes me think of the word that says, unless you come as a little child, you cannot enter the kingdom. And when we first got saved, there was an enthusiasm, there was such a trust in God. So we become partakers of the Lord if we hold fast the beginning of our assurance we are partakers, according to Hebrews chapter 6, verse 4, we are partakers of the Holy Spirit. Praise the Lord. We should know that because the Holy Spirit is the one who dwells in us, but we participate of the same Spirit that raised Christ from the dead is resident in us. We look at 1 Corinthians nine twenty-three, and this is what Paul said, And I do all things for the sake of the gospel, that I may become a fellow partaker of it Judy at first it sounds like a strange verse listen I, and I do all things for the sake of the gospel that I may become a fellow partaker of it have you have we ever considered ourselves a partaker of the gospel and what's interesting here and you know paul Paul was such an incredible man of God on three occasions one in Romans 2 verse 16. In Romans 16, verse 25. And thirdly, in 2 Timothy, chapter 2, verse 8. You know how Paul refers to the gospel? He calls it my gospel. Can you see how Paul was, what can I say, lock, stock, and barrel, caught up with the gospel? His life was to fulfill the words of the gospel. He he wrote so much of the New Testament. He was a partaker with the Lord. He was a partaker of the divine nature. He had a heavenly calling, and his life was lived for one purpose—to spread the gospel. And Junie, I I, I think of Saint, um, uh, one of the saints of old. He said, "Preach the gospel, and if necessary, speak." And is our life a demonstration of the gospel? All right. In um, talking to fellow elders and uh, this is Peter's writing, talking to fellow elders and witnesses of the sufferings of Christ. And he said, we will be partakers also of the glory that is to be revealed. Again, we must see that we have been called to live on earth. God created us for one purpose, to bring glor- to glorify God. And Junie, it's it, the whole theme of the Bible. We see if we're willing to suffer, if we're willing to participate with Jesus in his sufferings, if we're willing, as Paul said, to fill up the sufferings, the end of the matter is going to be glory. All right. Listen to this verse, Junie, Re- Revelations one, verse nine. I, John, your brother and fellow partaker in the tribulation and kingdom and perseverance which are in Jesus. Can I ask you something? How can you go through tribulation times without being a partaker with Jesus? How can we understand the kingdom of God without understanding that we are partaker with Jesus? And how can we have perseverance or steadfastness which only comes from Jesus. We can't do it on our own. This this is being a partaker with him.
2: And Paul, uh, John wrote that on Patmos, alone. And he is encouraging us, we are never alone, for God is with us.
1: So I hope you've received this, and I hope you can digest this and start walking out that we are partakers with God of all of these things. And it involves suffering. But again, the end of the matter is going to be glory. And we could start glorifying God now by participating with him, with the areas that we called out, have a heavenly calling, have the divine nature grow in you day by day, that when people see you, they'll recognize something different about you and me. And that is we're partakers with God.
2: And to understand what a privilege it is to know the Lord and to know of his goodness because he's always with us. Yes.
1: Well, this being Friday, we want to identify ourselves with our Jewish kinsmen by reciting the Shema. And if you know it, please join with us. Shema Yisrael, Adonai Eloheinu, Adonai Echad. Hear, O Israel, the Lord, our God. The, the Lord, Lord is one. one. Thank you, Lord, that you're calling us to be partakers with you. What a privilege, a heavenly Lord! heavenly calling, thank and that so we could participate in your divine nature. We thank you, Lord, thank in you, Yeshua's Lord. holy name. Amen. Amen.
0: Thank you for joining us this evening. If you would like to get in touch with Shelley and June, you can write to them at P. O. Box 1784.